Hey guys, before we start today's episode of Emblemcast, I'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons, Slurm, Alex, Spino, and Cody for supporting us on Patreon. If you guys want to help us out, you can find us at patreon.com slash emblemcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Emblemcast. We got a semi-special episode today. Uh, I just probably, I don't even know how long ago, but it's knowing the way time flies, especially with this podcast. Uh, 15 years. Yeah, 15 yeah. years. <laughs> um, back in 1975, I had the idea to do <laughs> sort of like a spin-off series of Emblemcast where if it's like a shorter episode or a tangentially related game, you know, Nintendo or RPG, something like that, whatever it might be, um, it just gives us kind of an outlet to talk about it and not clutter up the, the main episodes. And I called it Fire Emblem or Emblemcast Gaiden, like the Gaiden chapters, side story. Uh, and we're going to be trying that out today. I don't know how frequently this these will happen. Um, these will not be like Patreon charged episodes or anything like that. It's just a little bonus episode. And today we actually are going to be talking about something Fire Emblem related. You can probably guess what it might be. And uh, we're recording this about three, yeah, three days before uh, Three Hopes comes out. And the demo got kind of shadow dropped out of nowhere the other week. And uh, maybe unsurprisingly, because the, the previous Warriors demos have had a lot of a lot of meat to the bone. Um, there, there's quite a bit to talk about here. So we're going to be giving sort of our initial thoughts on Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes and talking about the previous uh, Fire Emblem Warriors game, probably Three Houses a little bit as well. And not everyone here is super interested in Musou Warriors games. So I got my boys, my brothers, Keegan and Sheffin with me. How are you guys doing? Yo! Doing good. Doing the good. only ones who understand these games are sick. Yeah. Husser and and Darren don't uh, don't have the highest opinions of Muso games or even the original. So, well, which is understandable, you know. Muso games are not for everyone. Yeah, there there, there's a core loop that if you're not into that core loop, then everything is just not. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're, you're kind of bummed. Uh, I feel like Darren has played his fair share, though. I don't know if he played the original, but I remember. Is years ago he did a video on I don't know the exact title of the game but some like Warriors uh, Berserk game like the anime slash manga series Berserk. Um, oh okay. I don't know if he's played them. I think probably Dragon Quest Warriors or something too because I know he's a big Dragon Quest I guy. Could, I could see that. Yeah. I could see yeah. That. So I anyway, put... we both played. Um, I think I'm sure Sheffin played the most because Sheffin always plays the most. But we both played our fair <laughs> yeah. share of uh, Warriors One as well. Yeah. Um, so. I will, I'll, I know, I'll be up we... front. I I basically hundred percented the game. Good. Unsurprisingly, so how much was, was that? Like three hundred hours? <laughs> uh, it was it was a lot, though. <laughs> I but... know I have like a hundred twenty, a hundred thirty, and I'm like, I, if I were to throw a, a guess at it, it's like seventy percent of the game done. Yeah, I still had some DLC stuff. I hadn't hit max level, like all that. It there's a lot of content to grind in the original. Yeah, game. there is a lot. 
And I'm sure we'll get into it when we talk more about Three Hopes. But uh, the the campaign is kind of like by far the worst content in that game. I don't think that's like a hot take or anything. Yeah. No. I, all right. De- no, campaign all right, is kind of kind of trash. Pop quiz. Yeah. What were the What were the two protagonists' name? Um. Oh, I know the answer to this one. Rowan. Surprisingly. Okay. Rowan was the guy, and it was like Leanne or Liana. Okay. Or something. Good. Nice oh, job, oh, Devin. I, I Two for two. I didn't yeah. think get it. Right. Do you remember the country? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I the know. country, Keegan? <laughs> it was a totalist. Okay. Right? Okay. okay. Yeah, now that you there said was, that, was like, a yeah, bit of I'll hesitation. check that. Who's the villain? I have, I have no <laughs> it idea. It was uh, Darius um, or Dario. Xander Mobus. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Xander Mobus. Xander Mobus? <laughs> I don't remember the character's yeah. name. Morbius. Anyway, what what did you guys think overall of a uh, Fire Emblem Warriors? That game was kind of a roller coaster of emotions for me oh, for because, sure. like, when it came out, I mean, everybody had these high hopes, especially looking at um, Hyrule Warriors, which was the first of these Nintendo Muso Warriors uh, collabs. Um, Hyrule Warriors was like. I don't know, even to this day, it was just like an incredible love letter to the entirety of the Zelda series, literally to like almost every single entry. Um, You had characters from all over, just random like no-name characters that became playable, tons of fan service. I haven't played it yet. I've I've been wanting to pick it up at some point because it looks really cool and I'm a big Zelda fan, but... um, just, just spreading the love all over, and uh, the the big controversy with Fe Warriors when it came out was it was very much not that for whatever reason. I don't really know why, but uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe storytelling, but it's not like it kind of gave a shit about the story. In there. Yeah. It's anyone's uh, guess, really. Yeah, it's I mean, anyone's even, guess. Even in, even in Hyrule Warriors, the the main story, you know, wasn't that good. And no, similar, no. So it, the, main stuff, the main stuff, the main stuff. The main meat is the post is the post campaign content, the maps. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, ch- right. there, the challenge. Especially in Hyrule Warriors, there are so yeah. many maps. Yeah. There's like eight or nine, and there, you can get like probably ten to twenty hours out of each of them. There is a yeah, ton to do in that game. Honestly, yeah. probably more. I'm probably underselling it. Yeah. Some of those any, maps anyway. are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, but w- what we're getting at here is instead of games from or characters from pretty much every game in the series, uh, including villains and stuff. Um, oh yeah. We got characters from three games. <laughs> we got it from FE1, Shadow Dragon. Uh, we got it from Awakening and Fates. This was pre Three Houses. I think this was a was this a 2017 game? I think it was. Yeah, right? 2017. I think so. This yeah. came out early before it, it was announced. They they had that whole um, Fire Emblem Direct, right? Like, where they announced heroes. January. They Shadows announced of heroes yeah. and Shadows of Valentia warriors. Was warriors then as well? Yep. It was because Cro- okay. it was Crom's. It was they showed Crom. Uh, the Crom was the big so. thing. Yeah, Crom was yeah. the Crom was the shot that was like this is the Warriors game, and it was just yeah. Crom. Mm, yeah, that's right. Anyway, it was just very strange and as someone who you know clearly we all love different parts of the series uh just not even for like some of the very popular games like didn't sell well but because of you know smash characters like ike ridiculously popular um 
Lynn, I guess Lynn is in the game. Lynn we'll, we'll, and we'll yeah, Lynn and Celica are in the game, but they're Lynn and Celica. But they're post, but they're, but they're post campaign content. So yeah, and they're <laughs> right. all, they're also clone. Well, like uh, it's kind of weird. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that after Lynn, we cover the roster. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, but it it so, just had a very strange like segmented roster with I, I'm you know making this number up, but I I don't know. It's like probably over sixty, maybe like seventy percent of the cast was sword wielders. Um. Which, There's a lot of swords. But even then, still different movesets among the sword wielders. Oh, well, they're segmented. Right. They segmented the yeah. sword wielders. Right. Yeah. Um, There's like I don't four know. or five different yeah, so, sword movesets. So the, so the roster was pretty limited in that in terms of variety of games. And right. then also, compared to Hyrule Warriors, there's a lot of clone movesets. So like all yeah. the yeah. all the infantry majors have the same move set. Oh, uh, all the... well, there's two. There's Lin's and then there's like uh, Robin's, right? Those are the no. Two. I'm pretty sure um, Lin still has the same. Lind is no Lin is Lin no, is, Lind is, a is slightly different. It's very slightly different. And no, no, Tharja is, is, is slight is like one, like one of one them is slightly different. different. Yeah, like one, Lind, one of their heavy attacks is like Lin's is unique. Yeah, is Lin is Lin unique? Yeah, Lind. Yeah. Because she was the she was the we'll get to DLC, but she was the unique move set from the uh, Shadow Dragon That's DLC. That's right. That's right. You you are correct. Because it was Navarre and Minerva who were both clones, yep. and then Lind yep, yep. was unique. You're right. Yeah. So, but all the bow users but, were the same. All the, yeah, and there were four. There were four. It was Anna, <laughs> Niles, Takumi, Sakura. Yeah, and the, uh, it was. Wait, is that it? That's yeah, four. That was, yeah, that was it. Was those four? It was those yeah, four. Takumi and um, Anna. Yeah, so four. One of them was DLC. Niles being yep. paid DLC. Niles being Niles was paid DLC. Yeah, so and then, Anna was like a, a super hard unlock too, but also really good. Like definitely the best of those units. Yeah, like both like bows were good. You know, just the way the mechanics work. But then swords. Yeah. So there there was the there was the Marth move set that was shared with Celica. Was Strangely, really yeah. Corn was fully unique, like not even I guess technically male and female corn, but whatever. Eh, whatever. Right. Same thing. Uh, let's see Doesn't what else. Count. Xander and Frederick were unique by virtue yep. of there being no other <laughs> cavalry. Yeah, there was right. no one for them to clone. Leoma Le- and Owain for whatever reason. Right. <laughs> they yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Elise and Leo. Share. Elise and Leo. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, Lucina. From Lucina, which makes sense. Yeah. Lynn Navarre, which not like game related, but it, it, it kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah, of. I guess. I mean, sword swordmaster, basically. That's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Light, um, uh, more fleet of foot swordmaster, I should say, compared to like real. They had um, yeah. Sita, Cordelia, and Hinoka. Uh, Hinoka all shared a move set. Right. right. Um, uh, Camilla Obra and Minerva. Yes, Obra was unique. Oh yeah. Azura was unique. Uh, Lissa was unique. Lissa was unique. Infantry yes. X. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, by so... the way, this we're mentioning DLC characters here. Um, another big point of contention was you'd one axe infantry and you would axe cav with Frederick. So it's like, okay, I guess there's some axe support. The only lance move set in the base game was the three Pegasus uh, knights, which were all clones yeah. of each other. So there, there was there was there, one lance, there was one set. lance unit. <laughs> Yeah, which by There's the way, one lance we, unit with a different coat of paint. It it might make it seem like we're kind of having the um, 
the Smash Brothers argument where it's like, oh, they're all sword wielders, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't really matter that much. It's but that still sort matters. of right. destroying the move Yeah, yeah. No, the, the weapon triangle is very important in these games. Right. So, you know, to get the critical, to get the enemy's critical gauge to show, you need to have weapon triangle advantage, unless you're an archer or mage, in which case you need to have, like, your gauge filled up, and then you can yeah. break it. Yeah. But, the web, but being able to only use Pegasus Knights for initially... Who are still weak yeah. to bows, and in l some of the later maps, like being weak to bows is not can be very yeah. much a hindrance. <laughs> because no, even, they were good just, units. Like, yeah, they, yeah, they were good units, but it's still there would still be situations like, oh, uh, I can't. Yeah, yeah, you would have to oh, be like Olivia. Aware. We forgot Olivia. That Olivia was, was DLC, oh, yeah. but she was DLC three. No, she was unique though. I'm yeah, saying. she was unique yes, because yeah. she came with Owen and Tharja. But yeah. so there were a lot of. Not unique move sets and very yes, limited yeah. roster. And that, there was like which, a little over a dozen unique move sets for like the twenty some characters right. in this game. Yeah, which, which was particularly kind of like what the hell when it's like, well, we're, we only have characters from three games. It's like, I, I mean, if if you know, Crom and Lucina can share a move set, then why can't Ike as well? Right, which then they do for that, Smash. Crom. Um, <laughs> yeah. Didn't help that at yeah. this time. We have to remember that Fates was still the most recent. Fire Emblem game, and right. we were at the point in the Fire Emblem cycle where we hate the most recent game with a burning, fiery passion. Right. Yes. So with Fates being one of the three games represented, and the most represented, too, at a point where people were just super fatigued with Fates, just exacerbated that problem even more, because it's like, well, why do I want to play this game when half of the characters I can't stand because they're from Fates? Right. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're kind of, it sounds like we're shitting on this game. Which but I, it was, it was to great. To fair, we are. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I think we all are in agreement that the game was actually really good. Yeah, <laughs> like, all yeah. The like um, Keegan doesn't put 130-some hours in. I don't put, like, 400 hours no, in if, if, if the game was terrible. <laughs> like, it was good. It's just... Gameplay was very good, very fun to play, but there, yes. there was a lot of those things are what kept people up from buying it. Right. It was right. a and... lot of the people who would who would be like, oh, well, we'll try it out, we'll give it a shot. Right. Those were the people who tended to receive the games pretty well, but it put people right. off because of all of those things we had mentioned. Right. Which and also, good... I mean, let's let's not like kid ourselves here. It's not like abysmal, but the campaign's kind of a waste of time. Like, uh, like we said yes. earlier, it's by far the it's... weakest part of the game. Yeah. Um, right. Which might it's sound there like to get what, you to the end game. Yeah, which might sound if you've never played one of these games like what the, if there's no campaign? What the hell do you do? And uh, <laughs> my son, right? you have you not played Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot to do afterwards. Like the campaign, like probably it's like, like five percent of the actual yeah five or ten percent the meat even. is afterwards it's, it's so little right just like hyrule warriors there's a bunch of these maps and you actually get to unlock cool shit you get to unlock different costumes different characters different, you get different skills and abilities you also get different weapons. scenarios yeah yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Short it's not up. it's not tied yeah. down by some like i mean i don't know i almost feel bad criticizing it because it's clearly not what that game was going for but just by some like whatever just boring poorly written plot it you just get to have like cool shit like fun missions that are yeah you know not tied to the narrative that are just like well designed and fun right um, the gameplay is very much the reason to play warriors games right? yes for sure and as we said the narrative earlier, is very secondary yeah as we said earlier if you don't enjoy the gameplay then it, you know when you first pick it up i, I will say you know i i was not as crazy about it playing through the campaign but then i finished the campaign i was like okay i i see why these games have such like 
really cult fan bases. Um, yeah, you but start it, but if to you... understand the appeal of it as you start to play it. Yeah, but uh, for the person that it applies to, I should say. But and I guess good... the other thing worth saying here is, even though there are only um, twelve, did you say twelve unique move sets? Give or take. Yeah, there's not a, a baker's Whatever. dozen, basically. A around that number, um, you know, obviously, just like any game, uh, there's move sets I enjoy more than others, but overall every move set is fun yeah <laughs> like they, well, they all play they really were... well yeah i will say corin and the marcelica move sets where i felt a bit clunky at times but those other... are also two of my least favorites yeah, yeah but yeah. other than I, that I, like i kind of like the marth move set but i would will like completely more agree on corin yeah. yeah i will completely agree on corin yeah. but of like of all of the characters in the game having one move set where it's like yeah this one wasn't so great like it it meant that it was basically just the rest of the roster was genuinely fun to play for one yeah. reason or another like we said there's four archers that all play identically uh archer is one of the best move sets in the game that that's <laughs> like that one's really it's strong but it's also really really yeah. fun to play i think mm. um so yeah, I mean, this game I was looking on Amazon the other day. Uh, let me double check. I think I saw it's like thirty-five bucks or something like that. Um, if you have not played it and are curious, thirty-five dollars is a steal. I would highly recommend the DLC. Um, maybe yeah. get through the campaign first because yeah, do the make sure you through. like the gameplay before you yeah, commit do the, all the extra money. Yeah, do the first yeah. do the first sort of challenge challenge some map scenarios with where you unlock Lin and Celica, and I think there's another one too. Do those. Uh, and if you're down for that grind, yeah, the DLC yeah. is so much more content. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you, anyway. each DLC is three is gives you three scenario maps and three new characters. So, right, three from each game. Because right. they, as there's three games, there's three DLCs for each game. Right. Um, yeah, no, and the, the DLC really kind of fleshes it out because all three of those movesets... Uh, Linda's probably my least favorite, but for the most part, all three of those movesets yeah. are good. But... So. Um, Good way to transition into Three Hopes, the new game. Where, yeah, what where, are your guys' thoughts here? So I think we take pretty much everything from the first game, slightly improve it, including the problems that are still there for the most part. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And yeah. move, and we just fresh coat of paint. Uh, I three houses coat of paint. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think this is like a hot take or anything, but you know. Just like, I mean, it was literally the exact same thing as Zelda, where they had kind of a quote-unquote series-wide game with the first one, and then this is a much more focused one, where yes. Breath of the Wild with the first, uh, you know, with Age of Calamity, and now Three Houses with this one. Zelda didn't have that roster problem for their first game, um, but it is, even though it's like less... <laughs> less uh, series love than the first game is, it's easier to swallow because it's like, well, it's a literal, like, direct Three Houses semi-ish canon. Three Houses canon is weird, but semi-ish yeah. canon game. So, yeah, I mean, Roy's not going to show up. That'd be weird. For all the all the talk that we did on the original game's campaign not mattering, that's not quite the case here. They, they clearly care much more about the narrative. No, it seems like that's... a huge focus. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes especially I... when you look at like, the last couple of crossover games that Koei Tecmo did with Warriors games, like you mentioned with Age of Calamity and Persona 5 Strikers. Both of those games were also still the Warriors coat of paint on an original or a, a different series, but they were also mm -hmm. more narratively focused. And also and just like done that here with three houses, just directly emulating how those specific games in the series yes. play, and kind of putting it on top of Warriors, which 
I have not played um, uh, what's it called? I've not played Persona Five Strikers, but I've heard it's great. I, I it played is. Age of I Calamity. Can, I can safely say they did an excellent job of merging Warriors and Persona gameplay into one what seemingly difficult thing to do, but they still managed to do it very well. Right, which they did, I think, I would assume, just as well here. I mean, this is, like, very specifically Three Houses Fire Emblem. There's mastery and all the class freedom and weapon rank kind of stuff. Even got, uh, the, even no, got the camp really, to but... dick around between cha between yep. battles. There's even, I haven't played it's... around with it yet, but there's, like, battalions and stuff as well, I they're, heard. Yeah, they're not available yes. in the demo, but, yeah, yeah. There, there are battalions. There's weapon arts too. I mean, there's right. basically everything. The only, if anything, they kind of add because they bring the weapon triangle back, which thank God. Um, right. I, mean, I think three houses yeah. is fine, I guess, without it, but uh, it makes a lot of sense just with the the groundwork of how these warriors games work. Yeah, they brought they bring it back, and so now they kind of the fates weapon triangle. From yeah. So no, well, it yeah. it's it seems more, kind of well, it's more two separate triangles. So you got your standard yeah, sword yeah. beats lance axe and whatnot. Well, the reverse of that. But now, bows, <laughs> bows beat gauntlets, gauntlets beat tomes, and tomes beat bows, and that's right. a separate triangle now. But I'm saying it's kind of similar to Fates, because Fates, well, even fate... though it's the same triangle, it was still the same layout, just swap hidden weapons with gauntlets. Right. Well, but no, well, Fates, swords could beat Swords could beat bows and axes. Here, swords can only beat axes. No, 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 I know. Right. I'm yeah. just saying that, yeah. like, home beats bow in both games so separate triangles but like same layout <laughs> if that makes sense yeah. yeah um anyway uh i don't know where should we start what um i think chef you played all three routes right right yeah should should should, should clarify so in this game it still maintains the, the three houses route split yeah so yeah. and aside from the initial initial prologue stuff it it gets it seems to be completely different afterwards Yes. So, um, yeah, yeah no, it follows far... a completely different protagonist. Byleth is in the story, but they are not the protagonist. We follow They're sort uh, of the villain, maybe. I guess. It's it seems like it. We'll have to that one. We'll have to wait to see right. in the full game. Right. Yeah. The exact yeah. role they play, but they are de definitely not a protagonist in this case, unless that changes by the end game. Right. They are not viewed early on as a protagonist. The prologue has the new protagonist, Chez, fighting up against Byleth and Gerald's mercenaries and getting their ass whooped. Yeah, so every everyone in Chez's mercenary group dies. Then Chez sort of pisses around for six six months. And then he shows up at Remire and saves the lords instead of Byleth, which then alters mm. alters the timeline somehow. In that, so now Shez is a student with the leader, and then sets off a bunch of different other things for each sort of house. So for right. et, for the Black Eagles, well, it should, should state so. It, no matter what route, Shez rescues rescues the original Monica before she's like killed and replaced with Cronia, who then you know, does stuff later. So the original Monica is rescued, which then reveals Tomas to be Solon, the the Agarthian stuff. And then the separate routes is that in the Black Eagles, Edelgard returns home, overthrows, overthrows uh, the region. What's what's his Arendelle? Mm. Then in Blue Lions, there's same thing. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, basically same thing, but slightly different in that uh, uncle. Dimitri's uncle was trying to overthrow Dimitri there. So well, actually, reverse. Arendelle is also Edelgard's uncle, so it's not even that different. Well, okay, well, it's different in that 
Edelgard goes he, to him. He's just a spooky man. Right. And then in Claude's case, uh, the Almiran, Almiran army shows up to attack and invade, and just Claude goes to show, shows up to help Holst, who is pro Does ZD. That... Does this... that uncle plot happen in uh, Blue Lions in the original game? I don't remember. I no, remember the, all the uncle, the uncle's already dead. Stuff. That's the whole. That's the reason why Dimitri in Three Houses was in jail and then went insane and had to get broken out by Dadu. It's ah. because the the region was murdered by Cornelia, and then was pinned the blame on Dimitri for regicide, and then all the sec- all the time skip stuff happens to Dimitri. Yeah, yeah. But here, basically, speed. Yeah, I guess one can play with the narrative. You basically speed run like the entire White Clouds. Basically, I'm okay with that. Two chapters. Yeah, I'm okay with that because (laughs) I'd assume if you're buying this, you've probably played Three Houses, and if you played Three Houses, you've probably played that at least twice. (laughs) Yeah, bare minimum. Yeah, all it does is sort of lead to like a bit of like disconnect and like, man, these people are really trusting to Shez like the lords who've only known him yeah. for like two weeks like literally two weeks and they're well, like hey a two year time, no time well right? after but before before they make they make their yeah. like hey help That's me true. help me overthrow the government basically after That's only true. knowing for two weeks and then I only two years the blue ryan's route yeah i only played the blue ryan's route but even in that one chez is like dude why do you trust me and dimitri's just like you saved me and i believe in you it's like uh, okay yeah, like all right buddy and <laughs> Though I will say my favorite thing of like so so Edelgard and Dimitri make him a general, Shez a general to whatnot, mm-hmm. and but then Claude is like, hey, be, <laughs> hey, Claude's like, hey, be a mercenary for the alliance, and then Shez Claude is like, just all right, yes, and then really? two years, Shez oh, yeah. does like actually nothing for that two years. Yeah, Claude so... doesn't give him any jobs that entire two years until the war yeah. breaks out. That's great. This is so why for people the time like skip for the other two, you're basically recruited into the military. You run your own troop as like a high ranking officer, but for Claude, he's just like, yeah. Or I'll hire you, but I'll yeah. I'll, don't I'll get don't back to you later. Yeah, don't, uh, dude. I, I got I got your number, starts. man. Don't worry, I'll give you the call. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the your business skip card. Starts with <laughs> Shez being like, dude, I'm gonna fucking leave. I need you to give me something to do, or I'm gone. I've been just doing nothing for is it, two years. Is yeah. it Shez's whole mission too that it's like I need to get stronger so I can beat Byleth the yeah. Ash and Demon? Yeah, <laughs> just 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 on yeah but then Claude's, Claude's also like, you know, if you help us out here with the war, we'll we'll, we'll help you find we'll help you find the Gerald mercenaries. Mm. Which I will I will say, yes, I Shez does have a support with Leone. Yes, Leone does drop Gerald's name in the support. No, Shez yeah. does not react to it at all. I did see all of that happen. I thought it was very weird that he just did not. Yeah, you would not think, even, like... like internal monologue of, like, wait, you know him? Yeah, like, wow. wait, that's, like that's that's the father of the guy I'm trying to murder. <laughs> we don't even know Byla's name, I think. They just call it the Ashen Demon. Yeah, the uh, Ashen Demon, the, yeah. They, so, well, they do, know Gerald's like, mercenaries. Yeah. So the Ashen Demons is... is it's just what they have to call Byleth because right, they yeah. chose to let you still name Byleth. Right, and you can't, and, which, they, and because he's not a professor, they can't call him professor. Right, yeah. which they so don't which, call Shez anything. <laughs> which, by the way, guys, <laughs> oh my god, weird. we have a protagonist that speaks again. Thank God. Thank God, and it's also, a miracle. 
Also, Byleth speaks. Oh my God, Byleth's a character now. Yeah, Byleth we could have ha we could have had this before. <laughs> Where I know. Turns out, if you give a character dialogue, it can like develop them or something. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I guess in in comparison to the first Warrior game, Shez we is the protagonist here, and Shez is cool compared to the other, like other two nerds. Uh, Leon Leanne was not great, but she was better than Rowan, dude. Rowan okay. sucked. Yeah, but Leanne, but Leanne even that even then was sort of generic insert stock like carrying oh for sure but i'm just saying yes. rowan was actively annoying yeah Ro rowan was basically part one naruto <laughs> yes <laughs> i hate I, that I, comparison i can't yeah. i can't unassociate them but shez here shez, shez uh, aside from having you know all the benefits of like basically by of having uh, some deity living inside him for no yeah. uh, no clear reason that will somehow give him all these powers and whatnot Shez, Shez does have his own agenda, has his own wit and whatnot, and actually interacts with people and not just yeah. be a wall. He's not like the greatest written character ever, but it's like, wow, at least it's something. Yeah. <laughs> he is cool. You know, just going through the supports and just the different his design dynamics. is kind of weird, but I kind of dig it too. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah aside say, aside from having the anime weird, out. Yeah, he's got the anime so lots of Lots of contrasting colors. He's kind of like Mia, where he's got like this bright orange like jumpsuit yeah. kind of thing, and then the bright it's purple It's weirdly hair. like Mia, now that you mention it. It's yeah. a very <laughs> weird comparison that it's well, like I mean, almost the same color scheme. Orange and purple are contrasting colors, so I guess they yeah, just I mean, only, with that. Only so many contrasting colors, and if Byleth's yeah. blue and black, then like, alright. Gotta have... Gotta, gotta give be... him something different. Right. <laughs> but... Sort of bringing it back, bringing it back to the gameplay. Uh, sort of same issue with uh, Warriors One with the move sets being similar between like all the classes. Yeah, but it makes so much more sense. Right, then, it makes more know? it makes more sense, but it still you still have the same move set. So all the art. Right. So, so everyone starts as actually you skip Noble Commoner from Three Houses. Now you just have. Uh, the sol fighter soldier, archer, or yeah. Whatever. yeah. Well, it's uh, Myrmidon, soldier, uh, fighter, monk. And... Yeah, yeah. And you you start those, and then you master them, and then you can move on to their tree line, basically. Which mm -hmm. not sure how that will work later on with the advanced classes mm -hmm. past the intermediate. Yeah, because there is still right. there's still four tiers, but they skipped the noble commoner tier, which is what was originally tier one, and shifted everything up one so i don't know what the bottom tier is gonna be anymore right yeah, i don't or, know and, and, and we're how assuming manage that we're assuming that we're getting the dlc classes because the ashen wolves are are in the game but apparently. i would hope we do. yeah well <laughs> they're in there it's kind of weird to not have their classes available yeah but then you but i don't know how they're gonna make them work because the ash that wolves, is I, like don't even make sense to begin with and i feel like they make even less sense here well hey the suit the 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 just bomb the sewers and they come out, you know? Easy. It's a really big sewer, guys. It's <laughs> a really big, really big sewer. Big either sewer, either way, so it. you now have to master the previous, sort of the previous class, so, you know, Lancer, or Soldier, you master that, and then you could go to Cavalier, or if you're a, a female, you can do Cavalier or uh, Pegasus Knight, and et cetera, et cetera. So it's mm -hmm. going to be interesting for, like, some of the mixed classes, like Bow Knight. Like, you need Archery, but also Lance, so then do you have to master, like, Cavalier and Sniper beforehand to get to that as an advanced class. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely going to be a little 
weird with what they do with the further classes because you can't see past that original tier with all of like the the cavalier the Myrmidon, mercenary like all of that so we don't know what they'll do with it yet which it does kind of leave some things up in the air with as far as like late game move sets go and late game classes go right but in terms and of with move sets being tied to classes that is a bit important too right but in terms of the intermediate move sets what how do you guys feel about the intermediate class move sets as of um, now i I haven't played around with all of them, but I, they're they're okay. I, I I will say one thing in the previous game's favor is at least so far, you know, I, I'm assuming they'll kind of make the later move sets the more fun ones, I guess. But I, I think right. on average, I enjoy the move sets of the the first game more. They're they're a lot quicker and kind of snappier. Like previously, I said Archer was one of my favorite ones to play around with. Um, I guess I haven't played with Archer the actual class, but using, like, fighter and a bow um, with, like, ash, I, I, I don't know, it felt weird and clunky, which you kind of don't expect from an archer. Well, you have, I will say, uh, fighter does have different movesets for the, than the, you know, warrior or brigand, archer, and brawler. Yeah. Right. So, that that's just the quirk of fighter having three weapons. Like three, three weapons. Which, yeah. which was weird for the first game, but... It is even weirder here. Yeah. But yeah, so I will say uh, Archer it does feel like the clunkiest class at the moment, I would say. Keegan, even clunkier than like Armor Knight, which is kind of strange. Well, Ar Armor Knight is, has a clear like game plan of like, what are you trying to do with the Armor Knight? Where Archer mm -hmm. yeah. just like, wait, what am I trying to do here? Because the, in, the yeah, other at least in the sniper is an improvement. Yeah, because at least in the demo, there's only one flying enemy, which is Seth as a boss in uh, the Black Eagles Black yeah. Eagles house. Yeah. So it's like you don't even you can't even really get that benefit, which is also funny that there's no armor enemies in any of the routes. But the first but reward, that is weird now that you. But the reward it. for I the first running into a single one. Yeah, but the reward for S ranking the first map is a mace, which is effective against armors, which aren't here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Was well, a little weird now that you mention it. Yeah, which yeah. you know, granted, this is us complaining about demo stuff when obviously there's gonna there's gonna be flying enemies, there's gonna be armor knights later on, just yeah. from just knowing the first the first game, it's gonna be littered with them later on. <laughs> True. Once mm -hmm. we finally get access to like enemy wyverns being a regular thing, God help us all. Right. Yeah. And effective I'll, weapons, just I've, like meta wise, was one of the most important things from what I remember about yeah. the first game. And that's why that's why Seda was like really good because the she had the wing spear, which is effective against cavaliers and armors, which was like right. That's like most of the game right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm cool with it. The one thing I and you guys have played it more than me, so maybe you'll help me understand. I'm kind of wondering like what the weapon arts are there for. Is it just to like break big, gauges big, or break gauges, big damage, show gauges? Do you like yeah. them? Yeah, how they work? I would say I would say that I would say they work pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I'm pr I'm pretty okay with them. I. I hope that some of the later classes have other ways of either some other later classes have a way of um, revealing gauges with like through their like a later yeah. combo or something or like um, it's easier to like 
either reduce the cost of weapon arts or have better weapon durability because we don't know what like steel and silver weapons look like statistically. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, so that's kind maybe of kind of something, like... something I will say there, uh, like the first game, there is the forging here with the attributes. Yes. And there are some that, weapons that, be... and whatnot that yeah. have increased. Yeah have increased uh, durability and whatnot. And there's also one that literally halves your durability, but doubles your damage, which that may or may not be busted cool. later on. But, yeah, so, that's either going to be trash or broken, probably. Right, and should mm -hmm. say, de uh, forging isn't available in the demo at the moment. So it does leave a lot of, like, how weapons work kind of up in the air, because we just right. don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I noticed as well, again, this might just be me, me not playing optimally or something, and not uh, understanding all the nuances of the system yet, but I think we all played on hard mode, right? Yeah, the hardest thing uh, yes. is, yeah. I, I noticed hard mode to be kind of a more grindy than the first game was, early chapters hard I mode. Think it's, I don't know. It's because, so like, the weird thing with hard mode is, and maybe this will get more normalized as there's more chapters, but like, there is yeah. a huge level gap, or level yeah. skip. When you go to the you, time skip, once you go to the and time that's a hard skip, mode thing you're specific. you're around level like five ish from what I remember, like four yeah. to five. I was like seven or eight, but I mean, like the first chapter is like level 16, sixteen, level seventeen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on some routes, there's characters that you can't even use until the time skip, like uh, Blue Lions and Net, um, Bernadetta. I don't think you can. And they use. start at one. Yeah, yeah. and they yeah. start at level one. Yeah, and so even you like, get you yeah, get Rodriguez. I think all three routes get like a kind of. You know, yeah, cool older guy unit. Yep. Um, right when you get um, to the time skip, I think it's um, Rodrigue for Bland, Manuela, Yurita for Black Eagles, and yeah. the Tremere for yes. Golden Deer. Yeah. Um, but in, at least I'm assuming because this is what it was for Rodrigue. They all start at level ten, <laughs> which uh, is level still... six. Yeah, so you're still like yeah, below. level six. Like, so it's still way below. below. Yeah, yeah, it's ten yeah. levels below. So I don't know. Um, well, maybe I might. I might. We'll have to see. I might go down to normal mode, not because it's even just too hard. It's more just like kind of not fun. Right. Part of the fun of Warriors games is like zooming around the map, doing your different combos and stuff, and killing enemies. And when you're spending that long on one enemy, where it's not as difficult, you just kind of dodge and keep hitting them. I, I don't know. It's just not as fun. Well, I think I think one of the things is also they wanted you to use the gold for the training. Because you don't yeah. need, because at least at the moment. Well, you always need to do that in Warriors games, right? But here, but here it's like there was nothing else to spend. Yeah, there's nothing else. Like yeah, you could you yeah. could spend it on gifts for supports, which is like all right, whatever. Okay, <laughs> sure. All right, I mean they may they may have fortune cost money, which may be like where. You, that, where I feel the, like where that'll you, probably where, be like the, the end game money thing. sink. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you don't need to buy weapons at all. You'll just because that's what the drops are them. for. So. Yeah. I think that's where you're gonna have to like, all right, just have like shed, you know, have Shez and your lord be like, all right, the highest levels and whatnot, and then just yeah, have to that, that's continually much what I've been doing. train up the other people through the money. You just get like one character you like playing and being like, you will be my highest level character. Everyone else will just get gold level to keep up with you. The other thing I wanted to mention was, um, for most of the classes in the original game, they had. A pretty unique C1. C1, for those not used to, like, Warriors lingo, means heavy attack one. So no other light attacks, just hitting X. Um, and that's true for this game, but at least, again, correct me if I'm wrong, they kind of didn't feel as, like, impactful to me as, as C1s for other characters, where, like, like Lissa's C1 was 
kind of charging up her her meter and stuff like that. It was the same thing with the mages as we talked about. You still charge your C1 in this game, but I don't know, like, Shez's is he just kind of, like, zooms forward. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> it could be one of those things that gets resolved with um, later, later classes. classes maybe. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. I feel like that's like, I feel like some, like, super buff is definitely something you keep for, like, a mastery class. Yeah, right. armor, and... armor Knight, you just kind of, like, like bang your axe on the ground. It's like, all right, it's kind of just slow attack. Well, no, it's when the gauge is full, then it creates a field, then reduces damage. Taken oh, right, Arbonite. yeah, yeah, you're right. So, so you're yeah, right. that's one of the things was, I think pretty much most of them have a gauge, and if not, then there's like some combo. I think some they all combo part. Well, mage yeah. doesn't, but mage is weird in that you have to do the C1 after doing like some like a C2 or C3 or whatever combo, which then, mm-hmm. then imbues but- your... C1 with element with the, with the random element that your mage used with the combo mm. which is like a, takes a while to figure out but then like archer and myrmidon or mercenary charge up and do like some something uh but then thief and cavalier is really good in that it, you get a meter and then you're you're just see, you can just press and hold C1 and you'll just to drain your gauge and they'll just keep attacking while the gauge is Yeah, draining. that that one I did end up using more. I right. liked that one. So for like combo yep. characters like Ferdinand or Sylvain who Sylvain. Who, yep. need, who need their combo, you know, if you just need to travel somewhere, you just you just hold C1 and, and then just go and you across. just go for it. Or yeah. or by you the just... way, personal skills are back from Yes, uh, I was going to bring up personal skills. Yeah, personal skills are back from Some three... of those are pretty good in this game. Yeah, yeah. so far ha- I mean, you know, I haven't really done a big meta dive on it yet, but so sure. far haven't seen t- any really useless ones. Like, you know, that's like the problem with like personal skills and like fates and three houses three houses mm-hmm. there's some that are just like this is like never gonna be used like yeah like specifically like, marianne might as well not be there and right. nothing changes right mm-hmm. so like specifically like marianne's in three houses like re- recover hp when near mounted allies like is whatever. that really her personal skill that is her that personal, is her personal skill, skill. Which, wow like that's never gonna yeah. be used or or like <laughs> the fact that you didn't know quite a bit about it yeah, yeah. or like some useless one like severa or petra's which is like when the enemy's below 50 percent hp you get like some crit boost which is like oh yeah it's like well, you're gonna you're already away. gonna kill them if yeah. they're below they're half. already gonna die so why do you have to flex right. on them that's all it's for basically right. and so, then you have bernadetta where it's like if you're below max you get a bunch of extra damage yeah yeah bernadetta and rika it's just not full hp you get plus five yeah. damage yeah. like all right yeah. sure yeah <laughs> we'll and take then, that uh, as a comparison comparing marianne and three houses to marianne here marianne's here is pretty good yeah, hers he's... is um like a three hundred hit. So like, there's a few of them that are like this, where it's like when you get a num- uh, three hundred hit combo or higher, you just get some additional effect. And Marianne's is like dropping like ice spears down and freezing oh, enemies. And kind of like freezing uh... seems to be really good. Yeah, that's kind of like Ingrid's. Then I think hers is basically the same. Uh, Ingrid's is when attacking aerial uh, aerial enemies, which she as yeah, a Pegasus knight flying. she sends up, mm. but. Yeah. I will say I did I did Pegasus Knight Marianne and it was it was wag when she had like the high combo count and just her flying around and just the ice going all around yeah. her. She by seems way, really good in mounted classes. Yeah. yeah, by the way, for those again who haven't played Warriors games, uh three hundred hit is way easier to get than it sounds like. Yeah, because they'll, they'll they'll yeah if you throw one hit into a yeah, you get like thirty 80. enemies, that's thirty hits. Yeah. And like 
if your hit hits like three times that horde, that's ninety hits. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not hard to get a combo that high. Yeah. Um... But like, and then you have abilities like Sylvain's and Ferdinand's, which uh, Ferdinand's I think could be really good. Yeah, Ferdinand gets fed up. Attack speed's always good, and he just gets more attack speed the higher his combo is. Right, and then Sylvain gets increased range and damage. Which also really and good. His, his damage and range gets absolutely ridiculous once he gets like that maxed out. It's kind of silly. Yeah, I gotta try it out. Absurd. Really... It's really good. Yeah, like, it's really good. At max, at max, at max range, like he, if he stands in the center of a stronghold, like he'll hit he can, every like, hit corner the of the stronghold. stronghold. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's really wow. big. Sounds like he's basically as good as he is in normal three houses. Yeah, he, <laughs> he he's might good. just be. But yes, uh, so I, you know we're all mostly positive. Some of this stuff we'll have to see because it's still a demo. I guess we should touch on the story a little bit. Um, it's not you know it's not at least so far gonna like blow you away, but uh, it's you know it keeps in tone with all these characters, and even if the writing's kind of cheesy sometimes, it, it keeps you mostly interested. Like I found myself not really wanting to skip cutscenes or anything. Yeah, I was curious enough to see how it goes. And just, like, especially with the inclusion of, like, a couple new characters here or there sure. in each route is enough for me to be like, oh, well, let's see how this goes. Yeah, like, Rodriguez is a like, character you see, yeah. you know, a decent amount. And in particular, he's quite important to Felix's backstory. So getting to spend more time with him, it's like, that's cool. He's, you know, lore-wise an important character, but you don't get much on-screen time with him in, in Three Houses. So seeing more is and fun. for Claude... And for Claude, you get to see some of the um, Almirans. Like, you get to see, like, what uh, one could only assume is his brother. And you get to see Holst as well. So, like, mm. the other characters that, like, they've talked about existing and you knew of, but, like, had no presence whatsoever other than maybe a name in the case of Holst. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What? So, what, uh, have, have you two both played all three? I have, yes. Yeah. What what is your favorite so far? Again, we're talking about like a, a vertical slice of these games, but still. Right. Um, favorite so far probably is Crimson Blaze, and then maybe Gold Wildfire right behind it. Yeah. Wow. No more. No Blue Lions love as always. <laughs> you know, I think Blue Lions is just because it's it's just like three lands. You. Blue Lions is just plot wise so far. Now that it's time skip, seems like kind of identical to the to the main game. I don't know if they're all like that, but Blue Lions, it's like time skip. It's like they're the similar empires, but different. Yeah, it's like the empires like declaring war on the church. It's like okay, that's literally the plot of three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I know, mean, it's not going to divert dramatically from yeah, that. Edel, Edelgard, no, I, I yeah, Edelgard will always declare war, and then you know just different responses. Yeah. But it's just. It's just, I don't know, just the feel of it in terms of the blue lines. It does feel like, all right, here we go again. Where, you know, with Blazing, with Blazing, with Crimson, yeah, the Black oh, Eagles. Different. Black Eagles, it has a different feel of like, all right, you know, Rey is not going completely insane here at the moment. There is no Violeth or whatnot. And then Claude, Claude's, we know, like, we've got to somehow come back to the Almirans at yeah, some point. The, the, the Almiran whole story arc that they're gonna eventually have is really most of my interest with it because yeah people are excited from what i've heard because i haven't yeah. played golden deer in three houses but from what i understand like that's kind of a big plot point that's not really shown yes. on screen at all correct yeah. so yeah. claude being because part of why claude constantly talks about 
like not being belonging or being an outsider is because he's from Almira. He was mm-hmm. born there. One of his parents is Almiran royalty, and um, so he him being interacting with other Almirans that aren't just like Nadir from um, the original Three Houses, who's also still here, getting to see like his actual family and hopefully maybe more Almirans he's related to. I think will be more interesting, especially considering the relationship that um, the Alliance and Almira have, where they just kind of hate each other, but and then Claude's gonna be like the the Almirans are gonna hate him for being with Lester, and then vice versa for the Golden Deer, especially someone like Hilda or Holst, who don't really have a great relationship with Almirans, since they're the ones who have to, like, defend the border, basically. Hmm. That could be cool. I think another thing I would look forward to hopefully seeing, uh, is and it seems like they're kind of setting it up from what I've played um, of the Blue Lions route. Uh, is similarly, at least from what I remember, you don't go there. Um, a big part of both Dimitri and obviously Dedu's storyline is the whole Dusker conflict and the yep. tragedy of Dusker, where whoopsie daisy, they committed genocide. <laughs> as, like, as, as you do accidentally, you know. Just, right. Whoopsie. You know, it's yeah. it's so hard to not. People. Yeah, it's Uh-oh. so hard to not hit the button. Murder all of one minority. <laughs> I know, I know, and then enslave them. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but, it just happens. It happens to the best of us, you know. Yeah, it yeah. just happens sometimes. It just happens. But that's like really, I, like I said, obviously to do because he's from Dusker. But uh, the more you go into Dimitri's character, it's like really important to him because he's yeah. sort of a character that's haunted by like the atrocities of his ancestors um and... it seems like they have set up a part of that with um Dudu and Rodrigue because yeah. they basically have so like so Felix takes over as Duke Roldarius and Rodrigue basically just gets the blame of Dusker just put yeah, on him he's kind of the fall and guy he just yeah he basically just becomes the fall guy but then he it seems like at least they've mentioned it a little bit in passing and maybe even more in supports. I haven't read all of them, mm-hmm. but um, Rodrigue and Dudu seem to be like at least somewhat off screen and probably eventually more on screen, like playing a role in the recovery of that whole disaster. Right. So I would, that I mean, will I would come like up see, again eventually. I would like to see sure. some kind of uprising there maybe and like you go and I don't know. It's kind of interesting because it's like you have to quell it, but at the same time, it's like these people are, you know, potentially morally right because they've been enslaved and massacred i don't know it's just like kind of more interesting storytelling and something that just like it sounds like the elmiron conflict was is really important to these characters that's kind of all just spoken about and you don't get to see firsthand i guess the other thing that you could do kind of funny how all of these three uh empires have people that they've oppressed but um, (laughs) with the black eagles happens yeah, it, it just happens. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> but you could do it with... I forget the name of them, but but Petra's people. Bridget. Oh, the, uh, Bridget, yeah. Yeah, Bridget. They, it seems like, just off of the little bit that I've noticed, that Bridget has a much better relationship with uh, Adresia. Again, yeah. it, basing it off of, like, a few lines of dialogue here or there. But I think Petra, post-time skip, is, like, either is the, like, queen of Bridget or, like on the way to becoming still, the still on the way so, still on the way I, I, I couldn't remember if it was like, still like regent yeah yeah but it seems like relationships are pretty mended for the most part I would say and I would imagine at least like Petra being there is like a, a show of good faith or something like that mm-hmm. right because in the normal three houses she's just like to do she's, she's basically, basically a, a prisoner. she's a political yeah. prisoner yeah yeah 
she she's you know happy i suppose but you know there's still yeah, it doesn't really change her circumstances much <laughs> yeah. right just because she copes with it doesn't make it good yeah exactly um man crazy three houses i i've been uh i've been playing it again and um we'll probably talk about it at some point maybe on a main episode uh but you know, we kind of, at least a lot of us, I think, had mixed feelings on Three Houses when we did that retrospective episode a while back. And not full-on retrospect, but just kind of like, the game's been out for this many years. Um, but going back to it with anticipation of this game, I've kind of been enjoying it way more than I remember. Um, and I don't know. Have you guys gone back to Three Houses? Or are you thinking of going back now that this game is coming out? Yeah, I've, I'm I've... definitely tempted to. Well, I, we'll see I, if I do or not, especially since this game is right. going to be out in a matter of days at this point. Yeah, Chef, Chef's going to hopefully be my my bailiff, my professor to coach me through a maddening <laughs> run. Yeah, so <laughs> I, since I, I I just finished a lot of travel uh, abroad, and you know, with traveling abroad, there's a lot of oh right, yeah. there's a lot of f- long flights, trains and flights, and yeah, stuff, a lot of, yeah. and a lot of buses. I imagine you'd be so. three houses six times on a single plane. So I, I did I did. <laughs> I have start. I did start up a new three houses playthrough, and I'm I, I'm almost done. I'm almost done with it. Are you it. doing maddening? Yeah, I only do maddening now. Is it fun? <laughs> you know, that's yeah. my first question. For the for the most part, yeah. Once once you once you know what you're doing, like yeah. Aside from like two, I, sort I've of heard bullshit there's some maps. bullshit. Yeah, but there's also divine pulse. Yeah, but you know, it, but I will the say the thing is, mad. I will say maddening's difficulty gets a lot easier and manageable if you. If you have done the Ashen Wolves DLC, because you mm-hmm. you get on on top of four new units and whatnot that available in all rats, there's also some other caveats that and bonuses that really alleviate it and make it easier. Is the because I just realized so I just downloaded that Ashen Wolves DLC last night actually kind of in preparation for all this. Um, I was surprised to find that you literally, as far as I can tell, maybe after B Chapter One, but uh, basically just like play a teeny portion it's like here you go all the characters are unlocked in classes um yeah see you you just if you beat the first chapter i think the the ashen wolves dlc is five chapters mm -hmm. if you beat the first one then you get access to the classes and then you get access to uh you can recruit a a character each chapter a new character each chapter so yeah. I think it's like chapter two, then you can recruit Happy in the main game. Well, there's there's seven chapters. I uh, yeah. I know because I literally looked it up last uh, night. There's okay. seven chapters. Well, it's to spread it's World, it's, so. it's spread out among them. I know Yuri, you get after completing. Yuri's the last one. Yeah, Yuri, hmm. you get for completing it. So okay, it's spread out. the main The main one to get though is Balthus, just because Balthus is in in the main game. You know. He's mm. invincible for the first four chapters on Maddening. Literally cannot die. And then after that, he does like act- actually nothing for like the entire rest of the game. Really? But f- <laughs> yeah. But for those four chapters, he's the greatest. He's crazy. He, he is the greatest unit you will ever see. I've heard Happy long term is, is really good. Yeah, well, she yeah, she's pretty good long term, but nothing compared to Balthus in that first four chapters. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. But. But for but, oh, well, hopefully we'll see the Ashen Wolves in it's integrated well somehow in the main. I game. doubt it. <laughs> I'm, I hope it's not just like here they are. Have I mean, fun. if you guys noticed, if you talk to like one character in the camp, so I guess this is another thing we should note. Um, instead of going around Hogwarts, I mean Garrick Mock. <laughs> uh, 
you <laughs> you um you have your little base camp, which is much smaller, obviously, but it's like very in tone with three houses. There's still like training facilities, and you can still do. It's not tea time. It's like I, I don't well, even remember. There what will it's be called. there will be tea time. Tea yeah. times in the game. Don't worry. That's yeah. But it's not called tea time. No, no, there is no, 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 no. There's real tea time. The demo stuff. The demo stuff. That ain't Dude, it. Dude, I just there want to see Edelgard and point the camera slightly downward. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's all I'm asking for. Okay. But, but <laughs> yes, yeah, so they, they they they've streamlined the monastery process. But I will say that in in the main in sort of the camp initial the initial first camp you get to for each house. There's a person. There's a guy that mentions like, "Hey, you know, I hear some people are living in the sewers, basically." Yeah, that's and what then, I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> and then when you get to do get to the time skip, there is a guy and a different letter. There's different people mm -hmm. and different it's like letters. Like letter from Abyss or something like that. Well, yeah. it's it's different yeah. for it's different for each route. The actual oh, okay. content of the letter is different, but it does it does name drop the four people and just like what what they think about them and whatnot. Yeah, but so they they are they are setting it up more than in the main game. It was like, hey, there's some kids in the sewer. <laughs> <laughs> you can have them if you want. We yeah. don't want them anymore. I I just love that it's like you have this kind of like almost rich lore in base three houses where it's like there's lots of stuff, but uh, some of it just isn't like extrapolated on. Um, in particular with like origins and foundation and gods and all this stuff. Uh. But then you boot up the Ashen Wolves DLC, Cindered Shadows, whatever it's called, and it's like, by the way, there were four other secret magic guys that no one has ever heard of except for Rhea. It's like, you, you couldn't just use, like, the ones you already had? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you'll see that, that when you get to, when you complete the DLC and, and go into the main game, they're handled entirely different in the main game than in the DLC, so... Are they really? Yeah. Because you can... I saw you can recruit them from Chapter, I think, 2, right? Yeah, you can recruit yeah. them for the... Basically, the after you do the mock battle, you can recruit them mm -hmm. in, then immediately for like the cost of this fight. Do you have to do anything, no. or do you just like go no. in the sewers? A after after, like, after oh, you hey, completed their respective DLC portion, then you just go down to Abyss and be like, "Hey, you want to join?" They're like, "Sure." I'm assuming that the DLC portion, it's like, you know, it's sort of frozen in time, where it's like this happened at some point. During no, it's not. It's entire entirely alternate. It's alternate it's timeline, alternate? alternate future. Yeah. Yes. It, what? It, every everything there doesn't actually matter or happen in the in the main campaign, basically. That's so stupid. Entirely, okay. entirely own pocket dimension. I'm forgetting. I'm remembering like things I didn't like about three <laughs> Well, well, we'll we'll get to that in its eventual retrospective. But for this one, yeah, do you guys sort of have any final thoughts about the three about uh three hopes? Any, yeah, any I mean, I hopes guess for the future. <laughs> something uh, someone worth had mentioning. Yeah, something worth mentioning, and it's like a slight improvement from Age of Calamity. But Age of Calamity notoriously did not run very well and I've seen a lot of reviews being like it was solid 30 in all of my fights I don't know about you guys like I've had kind of at least it felt like bad frame drops during you know some of the actual gameplay stuff for Calamity or Three Hopes Three Hopes Three Hopes Calamity uh, unquestionably <laughs> I don't know I, I, I haven't I haven't noticed any bit for I haven't either I've been playing Doc so maybe that makes yeah, a me difference too. No, I don't. I, I, don't I got nothing. I, I I played all handheld because I was there is traveling. there is as well, and it doesn't matter as much because it's not like action gameplay. But weirdly, like running around the camp like chugs. Oh uh, well, that <laughs> that, that that happened in the main game as well. 
because it's yeah, the sky loads. Yeah, it's, it's worse in this game. In this game also, I understand to an extent where, honestly, Three Houses is not a particularly pretty game, but um, this game is even worse looking. But it's like, well, you know, you've got 60 enemies on screen. I guess it makes sense. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. The Switch needs an upgrade. Well, not as powerful really as people hope it would be. I know because this, and again, this is something I want to give credit to the first game for. Uh, it's one of the like the only games I can think of on Switch that does this. It's sort of become commonplace in, um, you know, uh, Sony Xbox games these days. But there was a performance and a frame rate mode in that game. You could get you know higher resolution for thirty frames, or you could go down to what I'm assuming is like seven twenty uh, to play in sixty, and it was great because this is the kind of game where you know, three houses, it's like, it's a turn-based RPG, it doesn't really matter. In this game, um, I don't know, you're probably not going to die because of the frame rate, but it's an action game, so having the 60 frames, at least to me, makes, like, a huge impact. It feels way better. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, to me, the, the frame rate doesn't matter, <laughs> as long as it's consistent. Yeah, and it, it and, you know, it so seems 30, more 30, 30, 60, whatever, as long as it, as long as it decides to stay. It's if I'm not head. getting frame drops consistently, like, it's not as big a deal. Obviously, I prefer 60, but if it's, like, a steady 30, like, 95% of the time, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's I can, fair. I can, I can live with that. It's I not ideal, it but I'm, well. I'm content with it. I can live with it as well, but 60 is something that, uh, you know, I, don't get me started on the people who are like, I need 240 frames. It's like, okay, <laughs> you, your eye literally can't even register, like, the difference at that point. But, no, but you 60, can tell it's different. No, I know, but 60 I'm, I'm a stickler for and those kind of things, yeah. just because it feels so much smoother. Um, and it's not a deal breaker, but it's something to know going in. And from my experience, it is certainly better than Age of Calamity. Age of Calamity, I know like Digital Foundry and whatever would do frame counts, and I think it got down to like 16 frames per second at points. <laughs> like, it did not run well. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else uh, so far? I, I obviously, think, I think that the Three Hopes could provide an opportunity to rectify some of the issues that people had with the original three houses narrative yeah yeah because they i mean they koei tecmo's not stupid they probably have seen fan reception and understand points of criticism and they also did it, that hopefully game, which is they, yeah which is why which yeah. is why i mentioned which it then also begs because, the question what the hell is is been doing for i don't know like uh, just heroes, heroes question mark <laughs> just just here all two people for heroes hey, dude, it takes a really long time to make those little chibi character models you don't understand but uh and, to have a new paragraph, uh, you know, per weapon every year. <laughs> yeah, yep. But yeah, I, I think this is an opportunity for them to rectify the, some problems that people had with the original narrative. And obviously, we can't, we won't know how that goes until the game comes out. But I, I do hope they took this opportunity and ran with it to, to do something a little different with three on three houses. Oh yeah, other thing um, I know we talked about before recording that we wanted to mention. So, uh, if you remember, you know, 40 minutes ago or whatever it was, um, <laughs> we talked about uh, how the, really one of the strongest parts of the original game, not the strongest part, was the wealth of post-game content that was actually like kind of superior, way superior to what the main campaign was. Yes. Um, the campaign definitely seems like a huge improvement over the original here, but at the same time that post-game stuff is so much fun, I, I really hope they don't forget about it. Reviews have come out, and 
Uh, I, I haven't really seen any mention of it, but I don't remember seeing much mention of it, um, you know, for like Hyrule Warriors, the, the Age of Calamity game. They didn't, um, I don't think they dipped into it too much. No, probably least, not, because these yeah. are long-ass Just games. The, and... the way of general game reviewing culture doesn't really allow Especially for like no, post-game no. stuff. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not... a full-length playthrough is probably going to take like upwards of 20 hours or more. Give it, I don't know exactly how long this is, but like 20, 30 hours is probably pretty yeah. comfortable for one route. Like, that's a lot for a review. I yeah, can't put the, on the reviewers. Like yeah, no, I, I was going to say, full disclosure, like, there's a lot of things you can complain about, uh, you know, reviewers, IGN, all that nonsense. Um, but for the, for the most part, it's like, in particular, Nintendo, from what I'm aware, are notorious of giving absolutely no time. It's like, if you've got one week to, like, write, shoot, edit and narrate a review along with play the game it's like yeah i i, I get it if you haven't like played 50 hours of the post game content or right whatever. but it it would be interesting to see if it's there because i don't think we know if it's there yet i don't think we do either well that, but, we'll, uh, we'll talk about time will we'll tell. talk about some stuff after recording but yeah I, I oh are there leaks I yeah okay stuff. Tell me because I don't care. <laughs> well, I won't. I won't, I won't spoil our good listeners because hopefully, this will be out before the game comes out. And you know, oh my god, god it's dude. gonna be so funny if it's not. <laughs> we'll see. Dude, hopefully, Edelgard takes off his Scooby Doo mask and his Sothis, and they've been Sothis the whole time. <laughs> That's where Sothis went in part two. And Dimitri, Whoa. Dimitri was never there to begin with. <laughs> he's been a figment of her imagination this whole time. No, it was all no, just he's Claude's a... dream. Yeah, he's all a figure of Claude's <laughs> imagination. That's right. what makes it just so so crazy. Yeah. So the entire game is just like a fever dream of Claude. That's crazy. Right, yeah, because he read a book so written by Edelgard in the future, and he's in the past. <laughs> that's the that's the craziness of it. But crazy. anyways. Anyway, I can't wait for the uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses movie starring Chris Pratt as Dimitri. Yeah, we'll see. We'll be ready for Jersey that. Josie just still needs soon. to be cast as Claude, or yep. we'll fight someone. Anya, Anya Taylor Joy as Edelgard. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Only Josie is recast, though. Everyone else is different. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, any, any, any final thought? Yeah, uh, I mentioned it a little bit here. I'm I'm still not 100% sure if I want to stream it, but um, I was thinking about maybe, especially because since it's Fire Emblem related, uh, maybe streaming a Golden Deer matting playthrough with hopefully coaching. Uh, well, <laughs> s- sensei um, is here for you. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sensei is here. I just need to S support Chefin. But um... Ooh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. My third wheeling? <laughs> Do I need to leave? You can join. You can join. Oh. But yeah, if people are interested in seeing me stream that, um yeah, let me know. Also, people were shitting on me in the, the Discord for this, but I feel like this is the one instance where it's like okay if you don't finish it all on stream that's okay because a maddening playthrough is probably what especially first time probably what at least a 30 hour experience yeah 30 30 to 40 hours assuming we skip yeah assuming we skip story which i'm not going to because i've never i'm gonna riot yeah i've never played golden deer so (laughs) part of the reason would be like going through the story so Okay. Yeah, a lot of fishing, fishing streams. Uh, well, the, it'll, it'll, it, no, it'll be you, it won't be a lot of fishing until there's a specific moment, and then it'll be like two hours of fishing. Right, because I just found out. Um, I I was always wondering. I was like, man, why is Chef in like doing all this fishing? Just do New Game Plus. You carry the professor ranks over. Blah blah blah. It's fine. To get that uh, you know, that coveted golden title screen, you, you 
you need to do a new game file. You can't do new game plus, which is kind of crazy to me, but yep. whatever. But yeah, uh, Keegan, final thoughts from you? Hope the game's good. I'm going to sink 150 hours into it regardless, but I hope I can enjoy that 150 hours. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if, if any of this sounds appealing to you, pick it up. And as I said, um, you know what? Let me double check. Well, while I have you all here, Fire Emblem Warriors. I'm hostage. I'm hostage. Send You're help. hostage? Well, Fire Emblem Warriors. It is $28 on Amazon right now. Uh, you know, maybe if you don't want to spend the 60 and want to see a little bit more about this formula, uh, check that game out because $28, that's a great yeah. price. Yeah, and it's it's well, the thing is with, with the, especially with warrior games, it's something you have to do for yourself to play yes. for yourself. Because if if you just listen to us, then you know, or anyone, and listen to yeah. anyone, then it's like right. you know, is it really? You, yeah, no, because for a long time, you know, you see people, you know, who hadn't played them most likely complain about the warriors games online, and you look at the footage, and it's like all you do is mash Y, blah blah blah. But then you play it, and it's like. Eh, you mash Y and X sometimes, <laughs> but, but yeah, but the, the loop of it is just like you, you can't really describe it in a way that's flattering. Other no, than no, but you know what? It's it, definitely it, it, something you have to experience to understand why people like it. But particularly with these Fire Emblem games, there is legitimate strategy in these games. Yeah, oh for you sure, know, right? No doubt. Like there's there's actual strategy. It's it's honestly not just mashing Y. The combat can kind of feel like that sometimes, but like positioning your units all around the map and sending the right ones to the right areas and trying to get side quests done in time and stuff like that like you know, there, there's like genuine strategy here yeah so play it <laughs> so play it anyway i think that's it uh we this was this was a good discussion i think we got more out of this than i was expecting but uh, I, I i do agree i did yeah. not think we would have this much to talk about no but, but that's that's not a bad thing I, i'm glad we no, were not at all it'll be this. good and you know we'll we'll when we complete the game or play more of it, you know we'll come back with another special. We'll come problem. back. We'll get the three boys back together. Yeah, we'll probably. I'm thinking we'll probably do one. You know, for some other games, like I would imagine, we all have to talk about Advance War whenever the hell that remake comes out. Um, uh, it's never you know, coming so, out. So <laughs> apparently, true, never. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll there'll be more specials in the future so be on the lookout for that when we got something yeah. to talk about we'll we'll hang out for a little bit may not be all of us it might be who knows yeah we'll, we'll just see. shoot the shit here for an hour or something yeah all right for sure all right guys take care thank you talk to y'all later